Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 38. guys welcome appreciate you being here hope everybody's been having a good day um like i said appreciate everybody uh thank you for listening today's topic is going to be taking care of yourself slash self-care same thing but kind of different at the same time so it's almost like a like a like a two topic type episode tonight which you know is kind of what i just you know it was the inspiration for me tonight you know so we'll start with taking care of yourself what i mean by that is um you know get into the doctor get yourself checked out you know, especially, you know, any, those of us that aren't spring chickens anymore, you know, not in our 20s, probably in our 40s or older. I'm actually, uh, I'll admit, I, I am I'm pretty stubborn. Just ask my wife, like, you know, Erin, I love you. She'll, t- <laughs> she'll tell you herself, like, there's been times where I was going through something pretty bad medically or whatever, and the only reason why... I went to the doctor's because she basically screamed at me to go. <laughs> or she dragged me there. Case in point, um, the uh, legal case that I'm going through at the moment, uh, that actually is coming to an end here, so it's been pretty nice. Pretty awesome. But uh, the slip and fall down a flight of stairs at my apartment complex, it was a pretty interesting thing, but to kind of and I know I might, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it a little bit on previous episodes, but to kind of give you guys a little rundown, especially for those of you who are new to this podcast, you may not have, you know, uh, heard that episode or whatever. Um, back in February, I was doing the local stuff instead of the hall stuff, what I'm doing now. And I was on my way to work, and our apartment was kind of a little up on a little bit of a hill. And we have to go down a flight of stairs, flight of cement steps that has a metal handrail uh, down to the little parking area where we, uh, you know, park in front of our, our building. We, you know, in Tennessee, typically, like, especially at that time of year, like, we we have, like, one or two weeks a year where we actually get snow and ice to the point where the whole city shuts down. Um, FedEx was shut down. I don't know how that's going to go as far as, like, what I'm currently doing. Because I don't... Like, I don't stay in Nashville, so I don't know if it means that when that happens, that my going to be canceled. We're just going to be kind of like, um, you know, out a little bit of uh, money because I won't be running for a few days. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. Or if it's, hey, if I can get into the hub and get loaded, I, you know, get on the road and be heading up. But I'm heading up to where it gets colder. Case in point, like, today, uh, 
when I left Nashville, it was like 70, like 73 degrees or whatever. Not too bad. I, I you know, when I was hooking everything, hooking the doubles up and got between the trailers to kind of, you know, use my phone on the, the app that we use for FedEx to, you know, to get ourselves like inspected, dispatched, all that stuff. I got between the trailers and there was a little bit of breeze blowing between the truck or the, the trailers. And I was like, oh, that feels really good. I, I had you know, a short sleeve. I'm, I'm, in my, my, I'm in my short sleeve and shorts uniform. I'm like, I'm not wearing like, you know, I'll throw on like a, like my pretty big thing that I'll do during the winter time when it gets really cold. So I'll still be in shorts. And I'll be wearing shoes when I'm working, but otherwise I'm still flip-flops. Even when it's cold, except for those two weeks a year where we get the snow and ice and it gets down to like teens, like 15 degrees. Then I typically will throw on some long, some long pants if I go out, but otherwise if I'm not working, I stay home. <laughs> I don't, I don't, oh, I want to go outside. No, fuck that. It's too cold. I don't like extreme anything, like extreme heat or extreme cold. I like it somewhere in the middle, like 50s, 60s, you know. If I could find a place, to, a state that was, or, you know, location that was like pretty much around that temp all year round, I would totally live there. You know, because 50s, you just throw out a hoodie, you're fine. 60s, like mid 60s, you'd be out there in shorts and a, and a t shirt, you're totally cool, you know. But I got up there in Illinois tonight and it was freaking like 48 degrees. I didn't realize that. I pulled up, took a break. Get out to get out to disconnect the trailers. I get out of the truck. I'm like, holy crap! I didn't realize it was that cold. That is that is even for me. That's not even cold. Cold. I was still fine with the short sleeve shirt, but I got out. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to put on the hoodie here shortly. You know. But um. So sorry, I got a little distracted. Got across the bridge from Illinois to. Kentucky, and I'm always glancing off the sides of the bridge, see what boats are out there or whatever. There's one that has a big spotlight going on, you know. But it's all good, you know, so it's all about, you know, as far as the taking care of yourself, um, with the, the, the slip and fall that happened, yeah, I, had to, I had to kind of like get my, my brain back on track with what I was talking about it's too often. I end up, uh, you know, having something I want to talk about, and then I, like, I get into a different topic, you know, and then I'm like, shit, what was I trying to talk about before? <laughs> tell you guys something before I, you know, go continue on the, uh, the take care of yourself with the uh, slip and fall, you know, try to keep that on the back burner so I don't forget it, but something happened last night when I got back to the, uh, the hub. I was, you know how sometimes you get there, like, um, I'm sure this has happened to you guys out there, especially fellow truckers or whatever. You're still in control, you still react if something happened, but, the, like, you get to a point where you're tired or whatever. But, like, I was on 24, and I was going to get off of the main interstate onto this other highway that goes up to the hub. And, um, I remember being a few miles from that exit or from that you know little like it's like a little bit of a loop it goes up to the other highway that then goes like two miles to the exit where the, uh, the hub is at the terminal i go to i remember the being a few miles away from that you know that uh, little loop and then 
did it. I got off at the exit. I pulled up to the stop sign. Only I, I didn't remember getting off of Main Highway and then taking the exit to go to the terminal. But here I was off off of the exit, pulling up to the stop sign, getting ready to turn left to go up to the terminal. And I literally, I kind of sat there for a few seconds, for like a minute or two, or whatever, kind of looking at my mirrors, looking around, going, I don't remember the last couple miles. <laughs> it's like, huh? So I was telling that to my friend Kirsten. I was like, "So, does that not, if, if that doesn't tell you I need a need a vacation?" You know? I mean, I, I still like I would have ended up. I mean, just now a couple more, a couple more miles, I would have been pulling at the hub, going, "I don't even remember getting here." The hell, you know? But you know, and I wasn't really even that tired. It's just I, you know, when I that I had to, I was thinking back on it, and I could, okay, kind of remember. You know, taking the exit, whatever, but for some reason, it's like I partially blacked it out, you know, like, I, I drove it, I got, I got where I was going, didn't have any issues, whatever, but for some reason, on a mental level, I was like, <laughs> I partially didn't remember doing it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely need, need that, uh, need the upcoming break, you know, so, but uh, back to the back to the fall on the ice. Um, when I slipped and fell on the ice, you know it was a tall, it was a pretty big uh, staircase, all cement, completely black ice. You know, I walked out there early afternoon to go to work, thinking usually by that point stuff's melted or the complex is salted. You know, they've salted the walkways or whatever, but I walked out there and nothing was salted. It was still all black ice. There's ice all the way down the steps. The, um, the uh, railing was even iced over. Completely clear. Couldn't even, really couldn't even see that there was ice on there. Got to the top step. Feet went out from under me. I landed on the sidewalk. Ended up going all the way down the steps. And I tried to grab the railing on the way down. Of course, my hand just easily just slipped all the way down. I ended up laid out on the bottom, of, you know, at the uh, walkway at the bottom. I had my uh, work bag and I had my cooler. And both were like, one was on one side of the grass, one was on the other side of the grass, just strewn about. I was hurt. I, I was at the bottom of the, or laying down there on the sidewalk, just like, Ooh barely moved. My neighbor was like, oh my god, are you okay? I'm like, no, not really. I was, I didn't even know if I'd get up. I, that was probably the only time in my life I've ever um, <laughs> thought about calling 911 for myself. You know, but I managed to drag myself to my feet. It was kind of like hunched over and I'm still doing the Ooh. like, my back was killing me, my, my hips were killing me bunch of scrapes. I mean, I was, I was banged up pretty bad. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, I'm one of those workers that, like, if I can be upright, if I can, if I can be on my feet and actually do stuff, I'm gonna go to work. Like, even if I'm sick, if I'm not, I'll be like, I'm not that, I'm not that sick. I might be, I, I might be moving slow, but I'll still be like, you know what, I'm good, I'm good. You gotta make the money, you gotta pay the bills. They do look like crap. Yeah, I don't, you know. But I called the wife. That's one of the things, too, that I don't know. I'm sure some of you guys can relate. Like, I'm not a crier. But if I'm in, a, if the pain level is sky high, then, yeah, 
I'm not gonna lie. There's been times in my life where like I was I had something like that. It's it happened. And I didn't take much to put me in tears. Cause pain level when they say, What's your pain level? One through one through ten and I'm like ninety-five. <laughs> but so funny that to kind of poke fun at my my youngest kiddo or whatever, I taxed him. Texted her or whatever from bottom of the staircase. I said, Yeah, I just fell downstairs. You know, outside or whatever. Her, her, I banged up pretty bad. Basically, she said, Don't die. <laughs> I'm like, Gee, thanks. So I called the wife to let her know what happened. I'm like pacing back and forth. You know, bare, like, I could, I could walk, but I couldn't lift my left leg off the ground. I was kind of like dragging it. And uh, I called my wife, and she's like, Honey, what's, what's up? And I basically was just like, oh, I just fell down the stairs out the front of the apartment complex. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, not really. And the funny thing was, the reason why I said like, how, to, how she would, the main times when I've gone to the doctor when something happened was because she yelled at me to go. I literally, I told her, I was like, I'm just debating whether to call on work or not. You know, she's like, go to the fucking ER. Okay, okay. <laughs> Man, talking like that, I was like, makes my throat scratchy. <laughs> but, so, I, uh, thankfully, I, I'm thankful for our next neighbor. She literally went and grabbed my bag, put everything back in, grabbed my, my cooler, put everything back in. I had a couple of glass water bottles in there, and I was amazed that neither of them were broken. So, I mean, they flew, like, when I went, I, like, I probably went up in the air, and did the whole feet up in the air, flop, and then blah, 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 on my back all the way down the stairs, and then at the bottom of the stairs. So, like, she brought, she brought everything back, my cooler, my, my bag, or whatever, so thank you very much, appreciate that. And, uh, you know, being a veteran, I look back now going, you know, if it was just a little bit worse, I probably would have just called 911 and had to call the VA or called 911 to have an ambulance take me to the VA pretty much. Like my wife would have gotten a phone call from there from them instead. You know, but no, I was I was good enough that I was able to get back up on my feet. And she screamed at me in the phone going to the hospital. <laughs> so, how, I, well, first I was like, well, how, I was like, crap. How do I get back in the in the apartment? Because of course you got, you know, we're on a hill, so it's either I can't climb up the stairs because basically probably trying to climb up and then fall back down again. But I'm like, yeah, but these the hill's pretty steep too. But I managed to somehow grab, you know, drag myself up that hill, get back inside, uh, put my my cooler, like put my cooler in my bag in the kitchen. Kind of like hollering upstairs, I'm going to the hospital, so okay. <laughs> Feel the love. My kiddo, don't die. Okay, you know. I mean, I was kind of be saying, like, you want to go in? But, you know, all right, I'll go by myself, I guess. Hobbled my way back outside. Very carefully made my way down the hill without going down the stairs again. Lipped my way over to my, my ram. I, you know, and I got in, and I had to literally, for like the first month, I had to literally, every time I got into the into the truck to drive, I would literally have to like reach down with my left arm and pull my left leg in the truck because I could I could not lift it. I could walk, but I, but if I was at a standstill and I was having to try to lift my leg to do something, I couldn't do it. Could 
slowly bend over part way. Couldn't really, couldn't really squat down. Like my, my lower back, my hips, both of them all complete. Completely screwed up. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I went and got everything taken care of. You know, went and got, you know, did what I had to do. Um, funny part about that is I got into the urgent, I went to urgent care because that's where I had primary care at the time. And so I was seeing my, my regular doctor that is no longer there. I love that part, you know, when you have a you have a primary care person and then they leave. And so they had another person that was the same exact. Cause I had a PA uh, physician assistant that was my, my uh, primary care. She left, took a different job. So I had another lady that was a PA. She became my primary care. She's the one I saw when I went in there for my, for my fall. And when I went in there for my fall, um, I, they, of course, they, they walk, they pop. You walk up to the counter, of course, like, hey, what's what seems to be the trouble? And I'm, I'm doing the whole, yeah, I just had a really bad fall. You know, like, on the verge of crying, but keeping them, I'm good, I'm okay, okay. <laughs> but, I think I'll be back in the room. I made the mistake of sitting down in the chair. I felt okay when I was sitting in the chair. My, uh, my, my uh, medical or my PA or whatever she came in wanted me to get up and I got myself out of the chair and I said that was a mistake sitting down <laughs> but just like when they sent me down for an x-ray it was pretty that was bad because basically oh, go ahead and lay down on this metal slab okay I had no control over it. I literally just flopped down Alright, turn over to your left side. Okay, turn over to your right side. And then, okay, you can go ahead and get up now. And I'm like, I'm gonna need your help with that. <laughs> or she reaches down, grabs my arm, and helps me pull me up to a seated position. She's oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, it's all good. I wouldn't have been able to get up without you. <laughs> but, but, you know, so we had that occasion. Um, back when we lived in Iowa, when my, my uh, gallbladder went out. Now, that's one thing. Does everybody have their gold? Like, is that one of the things that, like, are there a lot of people out there where you guys, your, your gallbladder has never had issues? And then there's those of us that are just odd that we, our gallbladder just quits on us? Because, like, <laughs> did you like that sound effect that quits in it or quits on us? <laughs> but, uh, back in Iowa, I did, uh, job I was doing back then after we got out of the military was SWANS. Like SWAN, I think it's called SWANS Home Service. I think I think that's her full full company name. Those ice those frozen trucks, little little refrigerator trucks that you know they drive around and they, they have routes or whatever they you know stop at stop at houses, knock on their door, try to give them a little one of the little magazines that has the products in it and try to get them to agree to you know, schedule for them to come back every two weeks. I've been wanting to, to do it with them again, but you know, just haven't found the time or they don't put in the budget. But I was working for them for about a year. Um, and o over the course of that year, I slowly was having a little bit of pain in my, my stomach. Started pretty small, a little uncomfortable, whatever, it wasn't too bad. And then it got a little bit worse, you know. And, a little bit worse, a little bit worse to the point where, like, when it would hit me, because it wasn't ongoing, it would just like it would hit you for a little bit and then it would go away. And I'm like, oh, stomach hurts, that hurts. It's in the, like the side of your gut, you know, my left side. And it got to a point where, yeah, I was 
when it was happening, I was in a lot of pain. Yeah, with the wife, I was just double over her. And she's like, go to the fucking doctor. And I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm good, you know. There's just something I ate, whatever. And it got to a point where she literally, she knew the doctor that dealt with that stuff. That I don't know if it's, I don't remember if it's like a special kind of doctor or if it was just, you know, regular doctor that could do like scans or whatever. But it was a surgeon. He was the one that was going to have to deal with it. She literally walked up to him like with me in tow and basically forced us to talk. And she told him what was going on and like, yeah, he's in a lot of pain. The pain is in his left side. And the guy, the doctor was like, that sounds like a gallbladder. And I'm like, he said, why, why haven't you gotten in? Why haven't you got, you know, come in to get tested or whatever to see what's going on? And I was like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm cool. He's like, no, sir, you're not. Like, if it's your gallbladder, that can kill you if you don't get looked at or whatever. Okay, you know. All right. So I'm like, all right, you know. But uh, yeah, that's one of my another one of my questions. Would it, would it really have killed me? I don't know. But so we scheduled the tests or whatever, got in there, and that's why like my daughter's going through some of the similar stuff because she's having pain or stomach and she thinks it's her gallbladder and I you know so me and of course my wife were like yeah we'll get you in there we want to get you make, you make sure you're taken care of and get you tested I told her so I'm just giving you a heads up I said the test kind of suck I was like what they put what they did to me had me lay down they injected me with something that I guess they're gonna do an ultrasound and this fluid that they injected was gonna go through the gallbladder and they'll be able to look at it on the scanner and see how effective you know, basically see how well it's operating or functioning and when they, they got done when they did that I told my daughter I said when they did that I didn't throw up but I was very I was extremely nauseous during it and they basically told me when I lay there like you look really green are you okay <laughs> no not really I was like I feel like I'm gonna throw up maybe like ice chips or something like here chew on this or whatever like okay but when they got done with it, they basically said, yeah, uh, we got you in here just in time because your gallbladder is only 10% functional. So, didn't have any slots for a couple weeks for, for surgeries. Basically, I was told to go home and lay down and not really get up unless I had, like to go get up to go to the bathroom or grab something to eat, but otherwise stay laying down. I said, okay. So, but there have been other occasions where... I was experiencing medical issues, and my wife was basically poking and prodding, saying, go to the doctor, go get seen. Kind of similar stuff currently, you know, like, obviously a lot of it for me right now is burnout from the job, which is why I'm, I'm like, I need, I knew I needed more than just one or two days of a break. I need to take a full week and literally go book one of the fanciest hotels I could possibly book. Enjoy, I'm getting, you know, looking forward to enjoying a lot of time in the pool, in the hot tub, and just literally just do a lot of relaxing and laying around and take it easy for the week so I can come back and just jump right back into it and be like, all right, cool, I'm refreshed. Cause, you know, but I have uh, some other issues that are going on, you know, that uh, like with the when I had that really, really stressful day that was really long because I didn't pick up the load from the team until like 4 o'clock in the morning. I got home at like 11 a.m. And then for at least a few days afterwards, I was having vision problems. Like, I could see just fine, but when it came to, like, seeing things that I have to read, like, or 
years. It's like text on a white background on a, on a drive-thru or sometimes the, the speed limit signs, even though as I got closer, I would see them on the mile markers and stuff like that. Things would be blurred or even like the facial features of that black dude I swapped with, um, you know, in that team last week or whatever couldn't see his face at all until I got really got fairly close and I was like there he is alright but I've had both my wife and my daughter basically saying yeah you need to go get checked out <laughs> like my daughter be like eh, you know seeing the, the eye doctor wouldn't hurt I'm like yeah I know but now like my vision's back to somewhat back for the most part back to normal I'm noticing I'm seeing a lot better and I'm like yeah I just needed to like not have another day like that just to actually make sure I'm sleeping and rested but I'm having other issues that, of course, they pointed out that definitely to get checked out. And just to get this morning when I was, when I was, um, eating up something to eat really quick before going to bed. This was, I say, you know, this morning, but, you know, it was kind of like technically yesterday because I did the swing shift, you know, days blend together for me. You know how it is, you know, I say today, like right now, technically today is Saturday, but for me today is still Friday, you know. <laughs> I'm weird like that. I'm like, it's not tomorrow till I go to bed, wake up. You know? I just, that's how I am, you know. Like, even if I get up at five, still today, I'll go to bed, I'll wake up, okay, it's tomorrow. <laughs> so, but, I was, uh, you know, getting ready to go upstairs and go to bed. And I was thinking about the issues I'm having, and I'm like, yeah, when I, you know, whenever I get take this uh, vacation or whatever then I definitely need to schedule stuff when I come back to go ahead and start getting certain things checked out and making sure that you know go through the, the physical with the blood test and stuff like that the full full workup and some other tests some other things looked into and basically just make sure that everything is good or you know things that I know there's a couple things that they'll look into that aren't necessarily good might require me to be on a bed for a little bit or you know, a shot or something I don't know but, you know, I need to, I know I need to do it. I know the wife and daughter have been out of me to, to go, and I totally appreciate doing that because otherwise I'd probably just keep blowing it off. But I'm like, well, I need to make sure I'm good, you know, because I want to be here for a while. So, But that's that's the motivation for the topic at hand tonight, guys. Taking care of yourself. Well, the first, first part of it. You know, taking care of yourself, you know, it's easy to be stubborn. It's easy to basically. <laughs> if the wife ever listens to this episode, she's gonna she be laughing the whole time. Like, you know, I've been telling him, you never listen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't. You know, I'll. We husbands, you know, we have uh, our selective, selective listening. You know, we hear certain things like they push for us to do certain things or whatever. Okay, okay, sure, yeah. And then we just don't. We don't do it, or we get too busy or whatever. It's not a purpose, you know. I don't deliberately ignore her. It just, you know, happens. You know, not ignoring, but her telling me like, you need to do such and such. I know. My problem is, and my that's my excuse, but it's also I mean, technically it's, it's legit. Time, you know. That's why part of why I was late today is like, I, if I have an appointment on a work day, sometimes that'll make me late because I have to do it after I get up. Because I. I can't do early morning appointments because I might be getting up at like four or five in the morning. So getting an eight or nine in the morning appointment, yeah, it's not happening. It's 
especially if I have to work that day, I'm not going to sleep three hours, three or four hours and get up and go do an appointment. I'm going to schedule it for probably like 2.30. I'm going to get to bed, try to get up by 2, get to the appointment, you know. But, but hey, you know. Um, but don't be, I mean, it's easy to be stubborn. But, yeah, family that's counting on you, like wife, kids, wife, husband, kids, whatever. Uh, parents are still around, siblings, you know. You know, it makes more sense to go get checked out. Especially if you're if you're feeling certain kinds like certain things going on that you don't know what's going on and it doesn't feel good, go get go get checked. You know, this is me saying this is as much for you as it is for me. You know, because I need to do it too. Because <laughs> I'm I'm horrible, I'm stubborn, I'm lazy when I'm off. You know, I don't. You know, because I work so damn much. It's like I'm when I'm not working, I don't. I would rather. I would, I would much rather be sitting at home relaxing and not leaving the, the apartment unless it happened. You know, but sometimes you gotta do it. Things get, you gotta get things done or whatever. You gotta take care of stuff. So, but so get in there, get certain things checked out, have them run certain tests if certain things are going on. If you're not experiencing anything, you know, if you feel fine, probably about every six months, like at least once a year or every six months at least, get into your doctor and have them do a full workup, like blood, urine, whatever and make sure that they don't find anything. I've always wondered, like, I think I've done a, a full physical like that twice so far. So I did one within this past year, and I think I did one a year or so before that. Um, the checks for, th I mean, it checks for things like diabetes, and the checks like, you know, somehow they, I guess, through your, ah, I think it's through your blood, they can check like your, how fun, like, if there's anything going on with, like, your kidneys or your liver. So I went and had it done once, and they said, like, well, your liver, you have a little, your liver enzymes are a little bit high, but it's not, you know, we're not worried about it because it's not actually that high of a level. And I was like, okay. At the time, I was drinking a lot more on my weekends off or whatever. I'm not doing quite as much now, you know. But, you know, um, it's things like that. Like, if the liver enzymes were really, really high, they'd probably be like, how about you drink it? Are you doing it? Are you doing any other drugs? You... It's just it's just stuff that the doc can then see everything. And I've always wondered if they could see, like, cancer markers. You know, like, if somebody has cancer, could they pick it up through blood tests? You know? Or is it something they have to literally, like, go in and do, like, like with the... Uh... I'm trying to think of what the term is for. It's basically, I think it's called rectal cancer or something, you know. But I know that one, they usually will have to do like a colon, or colon cancer. That's a, they have to do a, you know, a colonoscopy or whatever to actually go in there and look. But I don't know if they can also pick that up on blood tests so that, you know, initiate them doing the, colonoscopy or whatever but that's why i get in there whenever that's why i know i need to get in there it's been a while but i need to get in there to do a blood test in here and stuff you know have them do a full check or whatever and tell them about the other issues i'm having and maybe they'll be able to help me with those two and you know get back fully get back to normal but point is if you 
whether you have stuff going on or whether you don't, then, you know, you should still get checked out. Because, I mean, life's too short as is. You know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And it really sucks when you have, when there's like a relative or sibling or something or parents that seems okay one day and then all of a sudden the next day they're just gone. And you, you really find out that oh, if they if they had gotten checked out and found such and such, they could have actually treated it and they would have lived. But so they keep that there as far as the um, or in that there as far as the taking care of yourself. I think I get the point across. <laughs> Y'all get the point, right? So the self care part, kind of similar. The self care, as far as how I like how I see self care, is basically like. Kind of like taking care of yourself, mental health. Like, you know, we all have days that we struggle, whatever. Sometimes, like, our days is horrible and we're not exactly in the best headspace. I like to say that, like, self-care is things that, things that you like to do, things that make you feel good, things that make you happy, kind of lift you up. They help your mental states. <laughs> For me, it's my drinks on the weekend sometimes, you know, like, I just feel good when I'm doing it. You know, lifts me up. I'm one of those like chill drunks. I don't even really get drunk drunk, you know, because I don't, especially not drunk to the point where you forget the next day. But I like to have a buzz. I think you know, and I'm one of those like I don't give a fuck type type drunks. You know, one of those like hey, it's cool, I don't care, whatever. Versus like the ones that'll get the, the courage. And, like I've had my my cousins from Connecticut. We never talk. But like randomly one year, there's one week I randomly got like this random, uh, really late night phone call from him. And like, I'm not gonna give his name, like cousin so and so, like literally popped up on my phone on incoming call. I I did the uh, I, I declined the call. I said he can leave a message because I'm like, he's gotta be drunk. I said we don't talk. Why the fuck would he be calling? Me? <laughs> you know? And I never heard anything else from him. I don't, I'm sure he looked at his phone real Why did I call my cousin Chris? Oh man. He didn't answer. Okay, you know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it would have been interesting. Like, I, w- I wish I would have, if I did answer, I wish I would have, uh, I would have wanted to have, like, the call recording going on. So I could, like, keep a record of that phone call and determine what we talked about. <laughs> Those are always fun conversations when you're talking with a friend or family member or, or something that's like completely shit, shit-faced and like then of course you tell them you tell them about it later like and they don't even remember that conversation you know <laughs> but could be going out for something like getting a bite to eat something you want to eat like for me some of my go-to's like cheesecake for instance love it you know, it's awesome chinese hell yeah you know but um, watching movies on netflix you know, late at night, that lifts me up, whatever. Could be anything, you know, it doesn't have to be food, doesn't have to be, um, you know, getting drunk. It could just be, hey, I like to, I like to throw on Netflix for a couple hours and just kind of chill out, you know. So, that's where, that's where I would, that's how I would describe, you know, how I look at, like, quote, self-care. Is like, you don't want to just sit, sit, or like, a, you know, sit around, be depressed, and, wallow in it, you know, find something that makes you feel better, you know, it could be, hey, I want to go draw, you know, maybe you're an artist, and when you draw, you get out of your, get out of your head a bit, 
and you know makes you feel feel better and you know could be you know invite go, going out to eat like go do something with a friend you know there's no there's no um, specific thing that I would label as self-care like it doesn't have to be one or one this thing over here Ooh, get the bypass on the way station awesome lately I've turned the volume up on the the truck computer the only annoying part about that is I get the you have this many hours of remaining drive time you know little Jill or whatever you, or Lola or whatever you want to call it because otherwise I used to have the volume off I, but the computer's right here so like the uh, drive wise would pop up for the scales and even without the sound I would know whether I'm bypassing because it's like right here in front of me practically but lately I turned the volume up to hear the uh, when it does the bypasses and it does the very loud I thought that's cool gives me the bypass and all the way stations have been closed tonight so which I'm cool with you know I never worry about it too much but but anyway guys it doesn't have to be I mean hell go for, go for a drive you know and I've known people that I have friends that actually they say that one of their one of their go-tos when they just feel down sometimes they'll just go get in the car and they'll just go drive around for a little bit hit the highway go drive about five or ten miles away maybe pull over and get like pull into like a Wendy's or something get a Frosty or for me one of my go-to one of my uh, what do they call that uh, the guilty pleasure is the uh, slushies not gonna lie you know freaking love slushies. So I refer to myself as a slush, like a slurpy, slushy. You're looking at a quick trip. Rizzoni. I'm a connoisseur because I like randomly I walk into the certain truck stops or whatever even though I don't know if I'll be doing that as much now because the contractor I drive for the manager I just ran into him today before I picked up a Nashville to take off. He was telling me like, yeah, we're trying something new. So now we want like we want you guys to all fuel at the at the terminals because the company lost like 12 grand by not fueling terminals. And we're trying to see if we have everybody fuel at the terminals. Like what happens? I was like, well, what do you guys what do you guys think you guys gonna do it? He's like, well, if, if we're saving, if we end up making an additional 12 grand at least because of us fueling the hubs, then one of the managers because I've met both of them. His, uh, his assistant basically was like, "Well, think about this way, man. Like, you know, if you uh, if you were to, add, you know, if they're making if, if they're losing twelve grand, and you want to ask for a raise, it would be really hard for them to say, yeah, we can give you a raise. But if they're if they're making that extra money, and I'm like, I didn't even know raises were on the table. I was like, of course, like I would love to get up another fifteen, another ten, twenty cents or more per mile, you know." I do pretty good with a make, but you know, I know the guys up there working out of Minnesota and stuff. They were telling me that like that the company that hired them basically pays like eighty cents a mile, and I'm like, I like it. <laughs> but I don't know. Of course, I haven't been with the company a year, so I figured I'd get some time under my belt before I try to have, you know, be like, hey, is there ever a possibility that we could actually get bumped up? on our sense per mile but I know we're getting better trucks because I've been one of the older trucks this is the one that bounces like I get the seat all the way up but it doesn't hold the firm so if I hit a big bump this seat literally drops and snaps back up 
So it hurts the back a little bit, but aside from that, you know. But they said that uh, this truck and like five other trucks, you know, ones that are like the older ones. Like the first one that's getting replaced has like 500,000 miles on it. This one, this one I, I got it. It was like shy of 400, it was like 390. I'm at like 442. So I'll put about 40 or 50,000 miles on it. But apparently, and I said, what are they replacing it with? He was all brand new Volvo sleepers. That was sweet. I really hope that, uh, I don't know, I drove, I drove one Volvo sleeper that's brand new. Nice as hell, too. Like, I literally had a microwave in back, had a fridge. I mean, they all have fridges. Not all of them work, you know. But the new ones, everything's really fancy back there or whatever. So, I was like, hey, maybe I won't have to walk into the truck stop to heat up my food on my route. I can just go in there to fill up my, make sure I pre-ice and like, fill up my water bottles. You know, if I'm going to buy anything, go ahead and pick up a snack or whatever. And then I'll just heat up my food in the truck. But, uh... That'd be cool. Can't wait for that, you know. But anyway, guys, could be anything like going to get a frosty, get an ice, go get an ice cream cone. My case, go get a slurpee. You know, um, my wife's thing. I know it's one thing that helps her. She loves to go for walks, like in the park. All those uh, walking paths or whatever, those trails or whatever. She'll go and do that. And I know for a while after my fall, I was, she would go and do the walking stuff. And I'd tell her, I was like, I wish I could go with you. But you know, she was, yeah, I know. She was, I know you can't do it. And I was like, well, I technically can, but I'd be like really slow. She, she and my kids would go out there and walks. It's always them way in front. I'm just like slowly making my way back, you know. I've never been a fast, fast walker, but when I was hurt, I'm still not 100%, but I'm closer, a lot closer. But especially right after I was hurt, they would go and walk, and I would be like 50 yards behind them, walking to the store or something. And then my my daughter stopped and come on, Dad, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> so anyway, y'all, I think I'm gonna call that it for tonight. Y'all, the all the time we have for tonight. Uh, again, I hope everybody had a great day. And I wanted to I wanted to do an episode where I thought. That maybe I could provide you guys some actual points, some, some little, little bit of value. You know, not to say that any of my other episodes aren't don't have any value to them, but I figured covering something like this, an actual topic, topic, you know, where I can give you some some suggestions and whatnot. Maybe this might be helpful to somebody out there, you know. But but yeah, like the take like, take care of yourself. You don't don't put things off. Get in there, get checked out if you have stuff going on. You know. I'd say don't be stubborn and lazy like myself and have your spouse have to yell at you to go in there, but you know we're, we're still gonna do it. You know? but saying just eventually when after you yell out a bit, yeah, get in there and get it taken care of. You know, here they get tested, make sure it's not, nothing serious. Sorry, just bit my tongue slightly. Nothing serious. <laughs> and self care, you know, on a daily basis, find little things that make you feel better, right? Like if you're writing in a journal, it's uh, you know cook your favorite food or go out and do something fun you know like go to a movie or whatever Any, anything in my opinion anything the big that lifts you up even if people say oh it's not healthy or whatever you shouldn't do that like for instance like I save my alcoholic beverages on the weekend for me it's self care because it helps I feel good I feel relaxed I'm, 
you know, not, it takes the stress away a little bit, which stress is a killer by itself. For some people, you know how the, when you go out, because I'm not a smoker, but you know when people who do smoke, when they're working a shift, they take their smoke breaks, right? That's self-care. Like, that's still something that, yeah, I mean, smoking, not the greatest for you, but hey, if it, if it helps you to, to kind of like calm your nerves, to, to relax, you know, relax a little bit, hey, you know, do what you gotta do, you know. I wouldn't suggest like illegal drugs and stuff like that, but like smoking, hey, you know, if that's what you gotta do, you know, I mean, I'd love for you to quit, obviously, but, <laughs> but if you have to do it and it helps you and, you know, makes you feel better, for the, at least for the time being or whatever, go for it, do what you gotta do, you know. But anyway, guys, on that note, I hope everybody had a great day. I appreciate y'all being here. Uh, don't be a stranger. Keep, keep popping in. You know, keep listening. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. If you're, if you're new to this podcast, like I always say, guys, feel free to go back to the beginning and catch up if you want to. Otherwise, welcome aboard. On that note... Keep being awesome. Keep pushing forward. Keep believing. Drop me a line at the at our email address, you know, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Let me know if there's any certain topics you want me to cover. Uh, probably going to be trying to uh, get some uh, actual, a little bit extra like podcast equipment sometime very soon as far as like the, the actual like, microphone. Like that, just, I'll still be doing it on my phone. But it might not have to do with the headset. I might be getting a mic- like a, one of those wireless Bluetooth microphones specifically for podcasting. It'll make it easier for me to basically probably do an interview with some with people like my wife, with her best friend or whatever. Or whatever, basically where I could ask a question and hand them the, the mic and they can respond or whatever, you know. Trying to trying to ex- keep, trying to make future plans for this podcast, you know. It's like I'm gonna eventually have advertisements on here probably you know try to monetize this podcast which i don't know when i'm going to do that i don't know how i'm going to do that but it's on the list you know i'm not too worried about it at the moment i'm just trying to get some good content on here for you guys and stuff and i hope you guys are enjoying you know the, the episodes i've done so far but feel free to like and follow feel free to talk to tell your friends about me and uh you know share with the world but Anyway, y'all, I will see you guys on episode 39. Appreciate you guys, and have a wonderful evening, and have a good one.